You can't get to spirit through strategy. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp. And today on the show, we have Stephen Furtick. And he is talking to us about the title, When God Doesn't Give You a Plan. How many times have you wanted to do something or felt called to do something, but there's no plan? I know from my life that that is the case on like day after day, occasion after occasion. It's like I have this thing that I want to do, but there's just no plan. It's like, it'd be so much better, God, if you would just lay it out step by step, do this, do that, do this, do that. And when what God does is give us the next step. You know, we might can see the end, but we can't really see the middle because a lot of times we wouldn't do the plan or the thing that God wants us to do if we could see the middle. But, you know, we have to trust him that he will show us step by step, every step of the way, the plan that he has for our lives because he has a plan for a hope and a future. Here's Stephen. Because I understand that that God wants to use me, but I need to know what that's going to look like. You understand? I need I need some details, I need some specifics, I need some marching orders, I need some dates, some times, some instructions. So please, Lord, if this if it's not too much trouble, send that guy back. And he said we were gonna have a son that was gonna like change the world and stuff, but I need to hear it for myself and I need to know the plan. Any planners in the house? Any planners? Any planners? Any planners? Thank God for you. Thank God for you. Because all the people without their hand up, they always come late and make the worship leaders lead to the first two rows and it's empty and they come crawling in last minute. But I don't hate you in the back. But I'm just saying, thank God for the planners. But it can become a problem, and I'm going to show you why. I'm going to show you why. He said, We need to know the plan. If it's going to be this big thing, you know, if you gave us this promise, I need to know the plan. Because without a plan, the promise is just abstract rhetoric. Without the, without the plan, I can know God is for me, wants to use me, I'm spread the gospel, and all that sounds good, but just send him back. If I could get five minutes with this awesome-looking man who was talking to my wife and told her she was about to get pregnant, I need to know the plan. Now, I love the next phrase. God heard Manoah. God heard Manoah. And interesting that the woman wasn't praying to get pregnant when the angel said it was going to happen. I don't know if she gave up. I don't know if she did pray. I don't know if she didn't pray. The Bible doesn't say it doesn't matter. And then Manoah's begging God to show up and, and speak to him. You know, God initiates, we respond. God initiates, we respond. But God heard Manoah, and when, when Manoah prayed, God didn't say, figure it out yourself and trust me. Instead, he obliged Manoah's need for more information. Let the person next to you know something real quick. And it might sound cocky, but tell them anyway it's true. Say, He hears me. God hears me. He hears me better than Siri and Alexa. He hears me. He hears me. He knows my voice. He likes when I call him. When I say help, he says yes before I can even get. <laughs> out my mouth. He hears me. He hears my groans where words don't come. He hears me. 
He hears my heart in the secret petitions of things that people don't know that I'm dealing with. He hears me. He hears the unspoken. Did you go to youth group and we used to say, I have an unspoken? He hears what I don't say. He hears what's behind what I said that's really driving the behavior. He hears me. He hears my secret frustration that I don't say around people because if I told them how frustrated I was, it would scare them. But he hears me. He hears me when I sing to him. When I tell him, worthy is the Lamb of God, he hears me. I know there's better singers than me, and I know I don't always sing on key, but he hears me. When I sing, thank you, Jesus, he hears me. It blesses his heart to hear me. And the angel of God came again to the woman. Wait, 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 wait. To the woman? Manoah asked for the visit. And this angel is back out talking to his wife because God is not going to do it like you want him to do it. He's going to want to see, will you trust him? So the angel of God came again to the woman while she was out in the field, but her husband, Manoah, was not with her. The woman hurried to tell her husband, he's here. <laughs> the man who appeared to me the other day, Manoah got out and followed his wife. And when he came to the man, he said, Are you the man who talked to my wife? Hold on, let me change Manoah's accent. Are you the man who talked to my wife? She said, she said an awesome looking man came and said that she was going to be pregnant. Was that you? Angel said, I am. So Manoah asked him, When your words are fulfilled, I don't doubt you're going to do it. I just need another plan. What is to be the rule that governs the boy's life and work? How do we do this? How do we do this? We're in a meeting this week about the church, and I know what I want to see, but I don't know the plan for it. And so, a lot of times when I get in that mode, I start trying to like tweak stuff and I start trying to manipulate stuff. I know you don't do this, but I'm a control freak. And so I'll be like, well, we could do this, this, and this, and it's all good. It's all good, but I want you to watch what the angel does. Instead of giving Manoah the plan, which is what he asked for, what do we do with this boy that you said is going to be born, that's going to do something great? What do I do with this calling? What do I do in this situation? I need to know the plan. I need to know the details. I need to know the agenda. And the Bible says that the angel, verse 13, answered your wife. So now the angel pivots from what Manoah asked to what he needed to know right now. Now, sometimes when you pray to God, he's going to pivot, and you're going to be like, I need the plan, but God will pivot. I mean, this angel would have made a great politician or preacher. Or basketball player. He could have been in the all-star game because watch how quick he pivots. We need to know what to do. When the boy is born, what are we gonna do? How are we gonna raise him? How are we gonna do it? How many times? You know, Manoah's full of questions, right? Of course he is. Do we need to put him in a special school? Do we need to get him a tutor? Do we need to teach him karate? Do we need to teach him jujitsu? You know, should we be straight? Should we be there? What are we doing? What are we doing? And the angel said, Just tell your wife right now, don't drink anything or eat anything unclean. That's all you need to know right now. The pivot. From what you think you need to know to what you really need to know. 
and God just watch his footwork. See, we always want to see God's hand, but sometimes you got to watch his feet because sometimes he wants to set a different direction to say, you're not even looking at the right side of this. Watch the pivot. And when he pivots, you got to be quick to go with him and say, God, I don't want your hand. I want your face. I want to know you. I want to seek you. I want to see you. I want to feel you. I want to know you. I want to have you. I want to. I want to understand what you know I need to understand. And I wonder, is God trying to pivot your prayer life? Is God trying to pivot your strategizing? Is God trying to pivot because you're always trying to look for him in logic? You're always trying to look for him in analysis and in calculation. But God is spirit, and you can't get to spirit through strategy. You've got to come to God like this. You've got to come to God with open arms, open hands, and an open heart. It's the pivot. It's a funny thing about a pivot, though. It's a small move, but it sets a completely different direction. Manoah, you can't handle the plan right now. You can't. My word is a lamp unto your feet, a light unto your path. Funny thing about pivot. I've been doing this all week, just studying this sermon. Trying to get God to show me different ways to see situations and to see His will and what I think is His will and what I thought was His will. And I thought He was always doing this, but sometimes He's doing that. And they get this promise this, this is from the Lord, you know? He didn't realize that at first, but He starts to sense. He starts to sense that this may be God. This may be God. It's too big to be anything I could do. I don't have a plan for it. I don't have a context for it. I don't know. This may be God. This is the Lord. This is from the Lord. This, this, this gift set that I have, this talent, this child that I'm raising, this is from the Lord. Somebody say, This is from the Lord. And so, since it's from the Lord, then I need him to show me how to do it. But sometimes he won't answer the question that I ask. Instead, he will give me the wisdom that I need because he knows a better question. That was Stephen Furtick, and you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under Stephen Furtick, When God Doesn't Show You the Plan. You can also find out more information about him at stephenfurtick.com. And I pray that you have a wonderful day today and that God shows you just how much you are loved and that he has a great plan for your life. Don't settle for less. See you again tomorrow. God bless.